John? Yo, 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 what's up, Aaron? Yo, Josh, what's up? <laughs> Dude. Dude, he's not even here, but we got some sound bites to incriminate him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh, man. <laughs> Josh is unavailable this week for episode 192. That's right. Josh is in Disney World. With his um, son and wife, and they are—they are actually right now. They are probably leaving the Polynesian Village because he sent me a picture. <laughs> they're probably—they're probably entering. It's a small world after all. Uh, all right, now that I got that in your heads, let's move on to the inevitable. Dude, do you do you have my soundbite of me yelling "cut"? What? Just start playing it for here. Just just keep playing it for the next like hour and that'll be the podcast. That's all I have to say. I'm so angry. I am so angry. The Cowboys wanted so bad to lose this game. They wanted to lose so badly, but the Redskins would not let them lose no matter how badly they wanted to. The Redskins would not let them lose this game. The Redskins said, "No, we <laughs> are going to lose this game. Not you. Cowboys suck, dude. How can God, they be they're horrible. How can they be 7 and 3? They're like they were way worse than we were in that game. Yeah, they're they're horrible. And that one point difference where ex-Cowboys swish them, miss them, swish them back to old form. Ex-Cowboy missed two field goals. Oh man. Yeah, tell me about it, Josh. It's like we always say, dude. Once a cowboy, always a cowboy. Josh, what did you think when you were watching the game? Did you watch the game? I called it. You did? <laughs> you called what, dude? The fact that Sweezen was going to lose or the fact that you weren't going to watch the game? I called it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> dude, you didn't watch the game, did you, Josh? Oh, man. Busted. busted totally dude. busted, dude. Totally busted. Ah, Josh didn't watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Dude, is that timber falling? Josh, do we have another quote on here from Josh? Oh, yes. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man, that made me feel so much better. Dude, I'm glad because I got to tell you guys, after the game, I tried to contact John. And um, I didn't get any answer for, like, 24 hours. And at w that point, I had already given up trying to call him because I figured Dude, he Dude, it wasn't 24 hours. It was, like, four hours. I took a nap, and then, like, I got two of your messages, and I was like, I'm not calling him back. <laughs> it, all right, it I was, like, four like hours later. Pissed. It was four hours later, and I just get this random text that says, Doo -doo -doo, I'm too pissed to talk. <laughs> and that's all it said. And then the next day, I called him. And didn't get any answer. And then the next night, like about, I don't know, what time was it? Seven? Eight? Something it was after like my that, test. Yeah. 
I finally got through to John, and he and I was like, "Are you done pouting yet?" And he's like, "No, barely." No. Yeah, it was like, a horrible game. Off the ledge, dude. And I'm like, "All right." It was a pretty horrible game that Josh missed. <laughs> no, Josh called me at about one fifteen and was like, "Dude, I can't find anywhere around here that has the game on." And I'm like. Shouldn't you have prepared better and, and located the place you were going to watch the game upon arrival in Orlando? And he was like, dude, I thought they were going to show it. It said in the paper that they were going to show it, and all they're showing is the Bucks game. And I was like... Well, yeah, seriously, what did he expect in Orlando? <laughs> so anyway, finally, like... Yeah, while he was, Orlando was a secondary market for the Redskins. <laughs> finally, he was talking to me, and he was like, oh, I just found it. And then he, like, hung up. So... Mm. So apparently he watched most of the game. Allegedly. Or he followed the ticker online. (laughs) He turned in his game balls and kicks to us that we will bring to you guys um, shortly. But anyway, um, back to the game, dude. Here's my comments. First of all, Joe Yuck, I, I just can't take him anymore. He kept making wrong calls, like stuff that's not even rules of the game. I don't even remember a specific instance, but I caught myself a few times going no dude it's not that and then how many times did Troy Aikman have to rub it in in the first quarter well they wouldn't be doing this if they had Hainsworth in there well if Hainsworth was in there it'd be a different story right now he is right that's the thing he kept bringing it up he kept bringing that up and Joe Yuck kept saying and Sweezum hasn't missed a field goal all year Mm mm-hmm he is a good kicker. Oh, yeah. And he kept bringing up how good the Cowboys were. And of like, course he did. I don't think Romo completed a pass until the second quarter. I'm not he, didn't, he didn't complete a pass to a wide receiver until the second half. Dude, in fact, Landry came out after the game saying that um, uh, Roy Williams is just scared. And he like is too scared to run his routes and stuff of that nature. Yeah, and they said, you know you have to play him again this year. He was like, what? He's not going to do anything different. <laughs> He's like, what's he going to do? I'm the one hitting him in the game. Yeah, exactly. Well, Roy Williams is just like a T.O. Jr. They're starting to find out. But he's not as so good. So glad that the Cowboys gave up a 1, a 2, and a 3 to get the Detroit Lions' second-best receiver last year. Yeah, I was talking to a Cowboys fan today, and he was like, I told him about what Lon- LeRon Landry said. And he was like, he's right. He is scared. He sucks. Yeah, he is. He's got total alligator arms. Yeah. And um, in any event, dude, Redskins are three and seven. The season's done, except for the game after Christmas where we hopefully will get payback for this ridiculous loss. Oh yeah. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Other than that, season's over. Three and seven? Seriously. Three and seven, dudes. We're looking to last year, although it's not promising now. I heard today that um uh, I guess it's on the uh, injury report, but I'm just going to say it anyway. I heard today that Chris Cooley said that he's probably going to go to the IR. Uh, yeah, it's Clint- looking like he might um, because thing, he's not coming back as as quickly as they were hoping. And so I, I think they're going to put him on IR and uh, let Fred, J- Fred Davis just grow throughout the rest of the season here. And, you know, just kind of give Cooley a chance to heal all the way around, I guess. Dude. Yeah, I guess so, but um, I'm a little concerned. Like, Portis isn't in any hurry to get back. Are these guys giving up, or are they just really injured? I know well, dude, I know Cooley you, is. 
Yeah, we know Cooley wants to come back and play. We all know that. He said but that. You sent too. me an interesting text today, dude, because you were just like, I think Portis might be faking it a little bit because he doesn't want to come back. Yeah. And, like, bust his butt for a losing season because he already knows he's in the twilight of his career. Mm-hmm. And he and knows I, he could I, be uncapped next year. Yeah, yeah. And that's a whole different ball game. Who knows? I mean, Dan Snyder's going to go through the roof sign and the worst people for the most amount of money if that happens. But that's a whole nother podcast. We'll save that for the armpit of the offseason. Yeah. Or the taint. Yeah, but how long? All right. I've had concussions before, maybe not as bad as the one that Portis had, but I've had three thanks to Josh. <laughs> Dude, oh, Josh, man. seriously. Yeah, come on, man. Anyway, I can tell you guys about those later. But anyway, um, I don't remember being out for like five weeks. Yeah, but on the other hand, you're not like playing football. Dude, I was. For instance, well, for instance, right, I was listening to the Dan Patrick show this morning while I was uh, between uh, work sites, and he was taught, you know, he does Sunday Night Football in America with NBC, and they have Rodney Harrison on there, the uh, safety, former safety, and he said that uh, during one of the, during some of the game action, he turned to Dan Patrick and said, man, I can't believe I played this game because it's so violent. And these guys just are so abused. They abuse each other so badly on the field and put their bodies through such hell. He, you know, And he wasn't shy of hitting somebody. We all know that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I can't believe I played this game. This is unbelievable to watch it at this stage of my life and say, wow, I used to do that. That's crazy. Hmm. So they go through a whole heck of a lot, you know. Well, maybe he's not faking then, but it just seems It odd. wouldn't surprise me because that's something that he would do, though, knowing how Clinton Portis always has been. Yeah, pulling himself out of games and doesn't practice, and Josh, you know, he's trying to do stuff to extend his career. Josh, what do you think about Clinton Portis, dude? I think he may be a dead albatross around the Redskins' necks. You really, might, you might be right, man. So, um, anyway, so uh, let's go ahead and um, move into the inevitable. It's time for this week's. Kicking the Balls Award. This week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by the Polynesian Village. When you're at Walt Disney World, Orlando, stay in the Polynesian Village like Josh. And have some poi. (laughs) Have some koi. No, poi, dude, not koi. I thought you said koi. <laughs> no, dude, you know, like pass the poi. Oh, man. Yeah, man, seriously. Anyway, uh, the kick in the balls award. Do you want to go first or you want me to? Because you already know who mine's going to. Um. Well, should we do a collective one and move on from there? Sure. We we need to do the collective one because every one of you guys out there listening to this is thinking the same thing. Same thing. Number six, Sean, Sean Sweezum. What? Dude, all I have to you say suck. about Sean Sweezum, A, he's an ex-cowboy, once a cowboy, always a cowboy. And uh-huh. B, he missed two of them. Either one of them would have given us a W in the win column. Well, anyway, <laughs> I guess that's kind of redundant. Against the Cowboys, <laughs> our most hated rival of all times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, there you go. That's our collective one. Uh, yeah, dude, go ahead with yours. That was mine. I gotta think of another one? Yeah, dude, that's a collective one. Like, when they're that obvious... Hmm, hmm, hmm. 
We just got to give like one a collective Harry Hog one. I'll go ahead and give Josh's while you're thinking. All right, you give Josh's. All right, Josh said that he wants to kick um, Fat Albert Haynes. No, he's not going to kick him. He actually wants to kick uh, London Fletcher. He says because London Fletcher gave up that touchdown late in the game um, to that wide receiver. Now, I don't know if I agree with that, and I think, Aaron, you're on the same page as me, that once Romo rolled out of the pocket, people were scrambling around, and those two linebackers, Fletcher and I think McIntosh, were both kind of on opposite sides, kind of in the middle, but one on the left middle and one on the right middle, and they were kind of guarding against Romo running forward and scoring on a run coming into the end zone that way. Mm Mm-hmm. And really, linebackers shouldn't really be covering wide receivers anyway. So I don't know if it was a blown play where they didn't have the right nickelbacks in. I don't know what it was, but I can't blame London Fletcher for that play. Dude, and once um, yeah, once Tony Romo starts running, that's the only time he's any good. When he starts he's rolling ever out. Any good is when he, yeah, you're exactly right. That's the only time he's ever any good is when he rolls out and makes stuff happen. Did you get a chance to go back and look at the footage of that touchdown about what I was thinking? No, I didn't see anyway, I didn't go if, back that time. If any of you guys still have the game on your TV or whatever, do me a favor and go back and watch that touchdown. I'm pretty sure that the left tackle was downfield for the Cowboys. Well, I thought Arakpo got held before he missed that tackle, so, you know. Well, Six one, half dozen the others. The officials in this game were great, except for that they weren't, and that's <laughs> who my kick is going to. My kick is going to those officials... For you know, for the game in general, but especially for that cluster at the end of the first half, which culminated in Sweezum missing his first field goal. Yeah, that was in freaking insane. I don't even know what they were debating about there for all that time. Well, and they then were they, doing, and then they tried oh, to bro. give us the. Um, then they were like, "Oh no, he it was an incomplete pass." But then they tried to still give us the delay a game penalty. When and they we did, were just like, "No." <laughs> if it's an incomplete pass, the delay game didn't happen. And, like, Zorn, like, called him back over a second time or a third time. I don't know how many times it was at that point. And, like, someone's handing him a headset, and there's somebody up, like, in the replay booth, probably with the book going, no, dude, you can't penalize him for a play <laughs> after a play that didn't dude. happen. I know. And then, um, so then, and then the funny thing after that is, uh, Odd body Phillips over there on the other sideline was arguing something else after that. Like, but you told us that it was this, and now you're saying it's that. I don't know what he was arguing. He was arguing that he wanted some donuts. <laughs> but anyway, it mattered not because Sweezum, even though he got to kick the field goal from like 10 yards closer, and I think it was only like a 35 yarder. It was a 39 yarder, I think. Missed it. I wrote down 38. And I wrote down a 38-yard field goal. And I have a conspiracy theory, too. Did anyone notice the goalposts on the end of the football field that we were on the second and fourth quarter when Sweezum, like, missed field goals? If you looked at the top of the posts, the flag on the left from the cam- camera angle yeah. was blowing, like, diagonally into the field, and the one on the right was hanging dead limp. And I'd say that was a... Uh issue with the air handlers unless there's an ulterior motive i think there's an ulterior motive where they like opened some tunnel and and like you know made some vacuum happen while we were kicking if anyone has the tivo footage go back and watch and send me an email if you think i'm on crack or if or if you see what i saw 
I think we're grasping at straws because our team lost by one lousy point. Do we have to grasp at straws because we don't have anything to grasp at? You see, well, you the know what's report. killing me, and 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 Tracy Hamilton, I think her name is from the Post, was writing the same thing. It's like this is the first game the Redskins have lost this year that they really, absolutely, positively should win, should mm-hmm. have won. It's true. I mean, there, there is no the cow. I wasn't kidding at the beginning. The Cowboys did everything possible to let the Redskins win this game, and yet they still couldn't do it. You know why? Because what's left of the Redskins besides like. Scrub, bigger scrubs than we had in preseason. Yeah. Suck. Well, I can't believe that we haven't heard of any uh, FFRPs being signed yet today, but we'll get to that. That is, of course, former first-round picks, because the Danny and the Vinny love those former first-round picks. Yeah. All right, so you got my kick. My kick goes to those ridiculous officials. All right, all right. Um, Let me see. I think my kick's going to, just off the top of my head, because I was just going to give one to Sweezum, but if I have to have another one off the top of my head, I'm going to give that to Odd Body Higher. How many penalties did he have? He had at least two false starts in the first half. In the first quarter, he had two false starts. All right. Well, he's getting mine. I think that's a wise one. He sucks. <laughs> he I've does. been calling this since last year. He sucks. He's horrible. He does suck. And Joe, we all know Joe Bugle is one of the best offensive line coaches in the NFL. And has been for a long time. And, I mean, he's gotten everything he possibly can get out of Stefan Heyer. There ain't nothing else. He's not getting any better. I mean, he is at his peak. You know what I mean? He's not going to get better. He's, this is as good as he's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sucks. All right, well, let's just move on forward, dude. All right. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. Now the Game Ball Award. Brought to you by Mickey Mouse's All-Star Cafe, (laughs) where Josh ate a hot dog for lunch today. Welcome to the Hall of Presidents. Yeah, dude, what did they say? They said, welcome to the Hall of Presidents. (laughs) Dude, I think I may have had that quote. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. Remember Disney World? Hall of Presidents? (laughs) Yeah, good. What did he say? Welcome to the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Okay, the Game Ball Awards um, brought to you by the Disney World Hall of Presidents, I guess. There we go. And uh, I guess I'll... Featuring the George Bush one. It goes... <laughs> Should I start this one off? Dude, start this one off. We're going to leave Josh's to last because if, if you use his, then we can, we can make one up for him. All right. <laughs> I, I got to give mine... To third string running back, Rock Cartwright. Dude, seriously, yeah. For coming in and leading the team in not only rushing, but also receiving. Uh Uh-huh. Cartwright had 67 yards rushing on only 13 attempts and 73 yards receiving on seven catches. That's an average of, what, over 10 yards a catch. He he had uh, 140 yards. Oh, and oh uh, yeah, all-purpose okay. yards plus. Didn't he, I think he had one return? Did he have any returns? Uh, no, they because they, it was no, so they early him. in the game. He didn't have any returns. Yeah, they pulled him because they needed him. But Devin anyway, Thomas did a pretty good job returning. Actually, dude, if you could that. if you could have third string running backs step in 
and do that well behind that crappy offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, no wonder they really did, weren't so concerned about keeping Mason when we had three guys that could do that. Seems like the backups have performed much better than Clinton Portis, and I bet you the stat book will back me up on that. I think you're right. <clears throat> I think you're definitely right. Josh, what do you and think about Clinton Portis? Dude, I think he may be a dead albatross around the Redskins' necks. That, that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, hmm, and a dead albatross. What does it sound like when you cut that dead albatross free and it hits the ground? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you what it sounds like. Timber falling. Dude, is that timber falling? Or is that Josh? Or is that Josh thawing? Uh, uh, let's see. Well, you just took Josh's uh, game ball, so I'm going to come up with one, and then we're going to make one up for him. Okay. Um, my game ball, <clears throat> pardon me. Man, that's a good one, though. What? The one that the, Brock Cartwright. It's really hard for me to pick anybody else. I mean, the defense had a good game, all in all. Mm-hmm. Except for the one play that I saw Carlos Rogers come in on, and that's I think one that Roy Williams caught. Yeah, I think it might have been like his only catch on the on the uh, on the day. No, he didn't have any catches in that game. Oh well, then it was um, maybe it was the tight end or something. I don't know. I saw him come in, and I was like, "Watch!" Because my friend Luke was over here. I was like, "Watch, see twenty two Because he's he's not a Redskins fan. I was like, "Watch!" He just came in. They're gonna throw it on him, and they did. Yeah. And he was like, um, he sucks. Well, I think my uh, it's 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 really hard to, to give anyone else a game ball. Um, I thought Hunter Smith had a great game punting. He was dropping him inside the twenty over and over again. So I'm going to give my game ball to Hunter Smith. Dude, I've got another one. Then, all right, I'm going to give mine to, another one to Jason Campbell. I thought he played well. You know, Jason Campbell did play well, and that pick at the end of the game wasn't his fault. It yeah. was a tip ball. He was making quick decisions and getting the ball out pretty quick, especially for how crappy his line is. And yeah. uh, even Luke, who doesn't ever watch the Redskins, remarked at that. He was like, that crappy line, and he's getting it out of there pretty quick. So, and um, I got to say, I busted on him really hard a few weeks ago, and he's still, I mean, he's impressing me more and more every week because of the way the offensive line is falling apart worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And the fact he's still doing this West Coast crappy offense that that he's not really suited for. Although they have adjusted the game plan the last couple weeks, and they're doing a little bit less of that garbage, that that dink and dunk, you know, cutesy crap that they used to do. I'll tell you one thing. He completed nine more passes than Tony Romo. Yep. For roughly 100 more yards. One less touchdown, though. Yeah. But still. like we said, the one pick wasn't even his fault. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think he scrambled the entire game, and I was really getting pissed. At, he didn't. He didn't have a single scramble the entire game, and I was really getting pissed at that because he—that is a huge weapon for him because he's deceptive with that. People don't expect him to be good at scrambling, and we all know he can't slide. Yeah, dude, he's a but good he's scrambler. He's a very good scrambler. Yeah, but he scrambled a few times and ended up throwing it and completing the pass at the end instead of running. Yeah. Or or having an incomplete pass, yeah. although it took the officials 10 minutes to figure that out. Oh, yeah. But anyway, right, well, yeah, I have to give one to him because yeah. I thought he played well. And that, yeah, that interception, 
who was it tipped at the line? I guess it kind of could be considered his fault. I thought it was tipped by a linebacker, but I can't remember. Whatever. I still even with that, I still think he p- played pretty well. Yeah, I do too. All right, and then uh, let's give a shout out to Devin Thomas because he had two kick returns, fifty-six yards on two kick returns. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Devin Thomas Josh, is like slowly like getting better. He is, and he made a special team tackle in the game as well. And he I mean, always he's, he's, he always fights for extra yards when he gets the ball too. Yeah, he's really become. We got to remember that he only played. He only started one year at Michigan State. I think it was his junior year. Mm-hmm. Before that, he wasn't even a starter. Yeah. So he had three catches for thirty-three yards. That's not bad. That's eleven yards. And he's playing catch. for this ridiculous, you know, cluster of an organization. So it's really hard to to get anything going. Mm-hmm. So the fact that anyone's learning how to do anything, I think, is pretty amazing. Yeah. And you mentioned Hunter Smith. He put three inside the 20 and one touchback. Yeah. Average. He had a very, very good game. 39 yards. Not bad. So, anyway. All right. Well, Josh. You're making one up for Josh? Well, Josh, what is your game ball going to be? Who are you going to give your game ball to? Oh, man. That's a tough one. Um, I bet if you I bet if you uh, clear your mind, <laughs> you'll be able to come up. Yeah, yeah. Clear your mind. Clear your mind. Clear the room. I mean your mind. And you might be able to come up with something good here. Let's I called see. it. You called it? Well, who'd you call, Josh? I called it. Called who? I think he's going to give his game ball to Antoine Randall L. for all of his awesome, <laughs> awesome dude. kick returns and punt returns that he had. Yeah, dude. Good one, Josh. Nice one. Antoine Randall L. had... No kick returns, officially, <laughs> because he kept fair catching the ball, even when he didn't have to, once again. Dude, the, the other time, he had, like, two fair catches and a dance. Hold on. Josh just texted me and said he wanted to give his game ball to Roy Williams. <laughs> he can give his to uh, to Newman. And then he said he's a cornerback, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. He, Newman. Didn't he used to play safety? Um, Dude, I do want to point out Landry didn't have any dirty plays this week. Landry had a pretty solid game. And he I didn't thought. have any penalties. So The defense only gave up one damn touchdown. Yeah, and that was questionable. If and that re- was without Haynesworth. Oh, yeah, thanks, Troy Aikman. Man. Anyway, yeah. yeah the, they're actually playing pretty good. If, like, everyone was well... And this was the end of preseason. I'd be looking, you know, it'd be looking pretty positive, in my opinion. Right now, I guess we just got a bunch of scrubs that are starting to go in, and they're 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 just showing that, you know, some guys really want to play next year, and some guys are going to be cut. <laughs> Dude, maybe we just need to look at this whole entire year as our preseason for next year. Dude, we need to look at their whole entire year as the worst year of our lifetime since the mid-70s. <laughs> uh, and it's yeah. not over yet, folks. <laughs> um, Dude. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So that's that's a pretty good one. Although I do, in, in Josh's uh, uh, favor, I do want to point out that Randall L. did have five catches for 45 yards, and he did have a couple of really important uh, first downs, uh, third down conversions for first downs. So. I he called didn't it. have a horrible game. Yep, you, you called it, dude. Way to go. Yeah. 
You also called that the uh, Cowboys were going to beat the Redskins. Actually, if you remember mm. correctly, in the my precarious predictions, I predicted the Redskins would win by one point. I guess I was just off by a spread of two points there. It was wishful thinking. It should have been. They tried. It should have been a win by two points. Oh, man. It should have been a win by five points. <laughs> yeah. Well, I no, I gave the Cowboys the one they missed. If you give them the one they missed. Oh, that's true. Give us the two we missed. We Cancel them out like you're doing, like, algebra. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Sweet. I guess it's time we can uh, go ahead and take a break. Oh, yeah. We're going to go ahead and take a break. If I can find the music, there it is. And we'll talk to you on the other side of the break. This is Harry Hog Football. This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. Now in high definition. Only at HarryHogFootball.com and RedskinsBook.com. All right, we're back. John, you back from the John? Ah, what's up? Josh, hey, where you at? I just wanted to point out how you have su- how you are supporting our um, self-inflicted um, ban on buying Redskins memorabilia because normally every year for my birthday you send me something Redskins related and this year you sent me an alternate gift. I, I, I did not send you a Redskins gift. That is very, very true. So, I guess while we're playing the uh, what Josh always refers to as the Cialis music that doesn't sound anything like it, um, I guess he and uh, his wife Amy are hanging out in the uh, bathtubs in the Polynesian village right about now. <laughs> no, they're hanging out in like the the, uh, the fake beach and the uh, <laughs> the fake beach. and the hammocks, the D- the Disney beach and the hammocks. Yeah. Just watch out for falling timber. <laughs> anyway, now that we're back, we have this long, 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 long segment. Oh, my. Called the injury report. This is bad. I don't I don't even know where to start on the injury report this week. Well, here, I'll start with the music. How about that? All right, all right. It's it. time for the injury report. With John Adams. Oh, my damn arm. <laughs> I haven't heard that injury report music in a while. I, I don't remember ever hearing that injury music. Uh, uh, anyway. Well, there, there it is, John. This is going to take about the next 20 minutes. So if you don't want to hear who's injured for the Redskins, go ahead and take a break. Go to the John. Um... I'll start with the players that were placed on the injured reserve list this week. Um, Liddell Betts tore his ACL and MCL on that dirty tackle by that dude, that linebacker for the Cowboy, James. Which was a face mask, by the way. Which was, he turned, he grabbed him by his face mask when he tackled him and twisted him around, which I think is what caused his legs to kind of get binded up. It wasn't was called, either, by the way. Yeah, and they didn't even call the face mask on it. And that was the, uh, that was the tackle. So thanks to the referees, we already talked about them. And, of course, Dirty Cowboy, like, 
twists his face mask and gives it a little extra jerk right at the end of the play like they always do because they always play dirty. Mm-hmm. So Liddell Betts, injured reserve, gone. Cut. Well, not cut, but done for the year. Although I did read an article in the Post today that said that was probably his last game as a Redskin. That wouldn't surprise me, dude. That's a good point because, uh, I mean, he's got two torn ligaments. He won't be ready to even get on the field for a year. And we all know, watching many players in the NFL come back from these type of injuries, the uh, ligament damage in the knees, you can come back in a year, but you're not right for, like, another few months after you come back. Take uh, Donovan McNabb last year. Was it last year or the year before? It um, took him, like, two months before he was right to play. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Tom Brady came back this year. It took him at least a month before he was right. It, and they're just, not running. Just, he, they're not running backs either. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Tom Brady. When did he injure his? Like the first week. Yeah. So it was about a year, and then a month after he had playing time to, to get back right. And he's still not completely right. Like he can't scramble like he has been. By the end of this year, he's going to be golden. He's probably golden about now. Mm-hmm. But it's week ten. We're going. It's week ten mm-hmm. that we're going into this weekend. Mm-hmm. Liddell Betts. Might see the field around this time next year. Well, Probably won't even see the field until the end of the year because he might get cut at the off season. Well, then you know, then the article was talking about how he's not uh, guaranteed any money past this season, and I don't know how the contract works out, but it looks like they'll probably just cut him. I don't know how that works. I don't. Well, I don't we really follow the contract. Injured though. Liddell Betts. He's only as good as long as he's not injured or is he's if, if he's not fumbling. Hey, he didn't fumble the whole fumble. time. He was in. He did. Yeah, exactly. That's so. a very good point. But he always gets injured all the time. All right. So to replace him, we might as well bring this in right now. Yeah, right on. They did sign John's dog for the 12th time this season, Marcus Mason. He's back as the backup along with um, Jumpy Quinton Gethers. Ganther. Oh, yeah. Quinton Ganther. Quinton. Is he related um, to the Ganther guy that like did the tiger stuff? Um, I have no idea. You know, the dude that worked for Ringling Brothers Circus forever and, like, trained the Tigers? Uh. Anyway, moving forward. Um, okay. So, yeah, Marcus Mason is back. <laughs> uh, another one of John's dogs, Chad Reinhardt, goes to the IR. Dude, this is how bad the season is going. Chad Reinhardt goes down in the game, and is, he's, he's out for the season, it looks like. Or it, it, it is, for sure. Um, he's on the injured reserve as well. Um, he goes down, and that's a bad thing. He broke his leg, that's how didn't bad. He? Yeah, his, his leg got broken at the end of a play. A cowboy rolled up on it, probably on purpose. <laughs> and so he's out, and they had to put in that undrafted rookie from Maryland who's like, the overweight guy that's always standing behind Jim Zorn the last five weeks, like number 50, who looks like he shouldn't even be wearing a jersey because his body doesn't look like a football shape, like he's got a spare tire. <laughs> What's but he's his only name? Like, it's, uh, I don't know. What is that guy? Dude, name? the whole rest of the game, I was like, who's who are they putting in for Chad Reinhardt? I have no clue. And then I could never see his name. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, we really don't know who's going, who's in there right now. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. What so, happens so if another offensive there. lineman uh, goes down? Can you pull up the roster and see what offensive lineman we actually have left on the team in case one yeah, gets I'm, injured? I'm, 
I am pulling that up right now. The offensive lineman we have left, uh, Mike Williams should be coming back from injury. He may be back this weekend. Okay. We don't know for sure. Um, I guess Will Montgomery, number 63, was inactive, which is why number 50, who, if you ask me, that guy's really got an odd body. I know Hire's got an odd <laughs> body, but he's, he's really got an odd body. I can't even body. find him. I, I can't even find him on the on the on roster. the roster. There's no number fifty. Well, you know how often um, Redskins.com updates the roster and just their website in general about as much as Josh posts on ours. Yeah, that's true. Oh, here we go. Center oh, man. Edwin <laughs> Edwin Williams, the rookie center, undrafted out of Maryland. Josh, um, Josh, how do you feel about Edwin Williams? Dude, I think he may be a dead albatross around the Redskins' necks. <laughs> um, Edwin Williams, he's a center, and we had him in as, what, a, a guard. He's one of those guys that can play center and guard, kind of, um, that the Redskins seem to love right now. Those guys that can kind of play a couple of positions, like Will Montgomery, but they're not really good at either one of them. But this guy's a rookie. So, in long story short, he's that guy that if you've been watching the last few games, you're like, who is that guy standing behind him in the jersey? I've never seen that guy before. He's wearing a linebacker's number. No, he's a lineman. And he's a stealthy 315, according to uh, Redskins.com. He sure he looked like he weighs about 280 with a lot of beer in his diet. So, what's his name? What's his name? Edwin what? Edwin Williams. Not to be confused with. Eddie Williams, who apparently went on to the IR. That's right. Eddie Williams, the fullback drafted, fullback slash, I think, slash tight end kind of guy. What happened to him? Josh was all big about. He broke his leg in practice on Friday. So he's also on the injured reserve. So that's three guys. And he had just been promoted the week before from the practice squad. Um, The other rumor, did we already talk about this? Yeah, a little bit. Chris Cooley. The rumor... Yeah. May go to the IR. He said he's probably done, I think is what he said in his interview. Yeah, he said on the radio this morning. I don't know what radio show, but according to uh, multiple reports now, they're saying he's going to be going on the injured reserve list for the year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so to fill those spots, of course, we know Marcus Mason is finally back. And the Redskins signed uh, not Alan Fanica, but Paul Fanica, a seventh-round draft pick offensive lineman by the Eagles out of ASU. That would be Arizona State University. I called it. You did? <laughs> you were the only one that called Paul Fanica. <laughs> Although, dudes, who are we playing this weekend? The Eagles. And what team did they just sign this guy off of? Their, injury, their, their uh, practice squad? The Eagles. <laughs> very interesting uh-huh. yeah but and i'm sure it's going to help just as much as it did when we signed that quarterback to the practice squad from the giants before the first game of the season oh yeah what happened to that guy is he still on the practice squad i think he's still on the practice squad dude um, i feel like we're in in major league where they're like going around like i don't even know i've never heard of half of these guys yeah this guy is dead we'll cross him off then that guy yeah um, Andre Woodson is that quarterback we're talking oh, about yeah, out of yeah, Kentucky, yeah. and he is still on the uh, practice squad. Interesting. Uh, Along with Doug Dutch Oven. There's some other injuries, and we don't know if they're going to keep these people out of the game yet, but apparently D'Angelo Hall uh, got D'Ang- D'Angelo Hall reported by the uh, Post, Washington Post today. He is out for the Sunday, which means we're going to get a healthy dose of Carlos Rogers getting burnt. 
Are you serious? He's already Dude, been yeah. ruled out, and it's only they're, they're ruling Tuesday? him out, saying he's yep. They ruled him out according to the Washington Post. He was ruled out today, Tuesday, uh-huh. for a knee problem. Hainsworth is running on a treadmill, which I pity the treadmill, and but I don't think he's going to play this weekend. So wait, we're going to see what's his face that Jackson guy on Rogers again. Deshaun Jackson, yeah. We don't have any answer for that guy. He is going to blow us up this weekend. Dude, I've got an answer for him. Let's just put the uh, Benny Hill theme music from Boots Randolph on repeat <laughs> and play it the whole game. Because he's going to be running all over Carlos Rogers. Is there anyone else? I, tell you the truth, at this point, I really wouldn't mind seeing John's dog, Justin Tryon, in there for Carlos Rogers. But Justin Tryon's going to be in there a lot. We know he's going to be. Mm-hmm. He's playing better than than Carlos Rogers is. He's just so damn short. Fred Smoot's playing a lot better than Carlos Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, Tryon's actually had a few good plays and some nice tackles, some open field tackles on some guys. Coming in in the nickel and the dime packages and stuff. So anyway, okay. Um, some other stuff. Clinton Portis is out this weekend. He's out next weekend against the Saints. As Joe and Yuck he said, may be out beyond that. As Joe Yuck said, he's still seeing some cobwebs. I have no comment for Joe Yuck. <laughs> I don't either. So um, that about wraps up the injury report. Yeah, that's about it. Um, I I I think everyone was on there, but. Hunter Smith and his groin have not shown up this week, which is a really good thing. Yeah. And he had a pretty strong outing on Sunday. Even though he didn't throw a touchdown, he still had a pretty good day as a punter. So the the call right now is if Mike Williams doesn't come back because of his sprained ankle, that's kept him out for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Edwin Williams, Edwin Aaron's dog Williams, will get the call at right guard uh, over... Will Montgomery, number 63. So that guy must really, really suck. Dude, he does suck. Yeah, he does, dudes. He was so bad that they brought back Chad Reinhardt as the starter. I know. Oh, man. And he's been a big bust, although he he did play decently last week and in the short time he was in against the Cowboys. Um, I guess. He pretty much sucked. I called it. I know, dude. You did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically... Uh, to tell you the truth, I don't know how we held up as well as we did the last couple weeks with this patchwork team we have, unless it just shows that, <clears throat> A, our scrubs are better than our starters, or B, these teams kind of suck that we're playing. Well, the Cowboys are about the worst 7-3 and three team in the history of the NFL. How the how the hell are they 7-3? and three? I almost put the explicit box on. I don't know. Um how are they seven and three and leading the division? It's insane. How is this possible? I asked an Eagles fan a couple weeks ago. I was like, "How did you guys let the Cowboys beat you? They're horrible." And she looked at me. She was very angry for insinuating that her Eagles weren't very good. Dude, she can't even name five people on the team. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Um, she'll be like Randall Cunningham. Um, Randall Cunningham. Um, um, that guy Jeff from Eagles. the guy from Invincible, um, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Terrell Owens, 
Donovan McNabb. <laughs> uh, oh, man. What's the dude that we signed? Jeremiah Trotter. Oh, man, Jeremiah Trotter. No, what's that the guy that will ever be famous for blocking that kick in that game we went to against Dude, Dallas? that's Troy Vincent. Troy Vincent, yes. I like that guy for that one play in his entire but, career. But that one play, that made up for all, pretty much all the plays that he ever had against the Redskins because we were at that game mm-hmm. when he blocked that field goal. And then Sean Taylor picked no. it up. Oh, Sean Taylor picked it up. Got yeah, face And masked. got the penalty. Yeah. Yep. I'll never forget that day. That was an outstanding. That was the best thing about us buying those season tickets that year is that one that, game. That may very well be the best Redskins game that we've ever been. It's definitely the best we've ever been to. It may be the best game we'll ever have gone to in our lives because of coming back to beat the Cowboys at the last second like that. Yeah, unless we're like 80 and we actually make it to a Super Bowl and we go, but then we'll be too old to really enjoy it. Anyway, enough reminiscing. That, oh, I think that pretty much days. about wraps it up. Our next game, of course, is against the Eagles in Philadelphia, and that is at 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, and I'm sure you guys will be watching it. You'll have a few days to recover from eating all your turkey. Um, mm-hmm. i got to give a shout-out to Ricky for uh, calling out John on his Kick in the Balls Award to D'Angelo Hall. I stand by my Kick in the Ball Awards. I want my, quarter, I want my cornerbacks to play like Daryl Green, not Deion Sanders. So anyway, John's standing by it. There you go, Ricky. And um, you feel free to write John in and tell him he's an idiot again if you want. And, and, <laughs> and that email address, of course, is john at harryhogfootball.com. And send us an email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. If you want to cut on Josh for missing the podcast, that would go to josh at harryhogfootball.com. Tom's you trivia. Ask him why I missed the game. We also didn't get a Tom's trivia this week. Did we, Josh? Did you forget about it? Oh, man. Dude, seriously. Josh. So Tom probably sent a Tom's trivia in to Josh, but um, Josh must not have gotten it into the inbox before he left to go to Orlando. Dude, he's too busy hanging out at the Luau in the Polynesian Village. (laughs) So anyway, um, I hope Josh has fun at um, Disney World with his family. And all you you guys out there, enjoy some football on Thursday and hanging out with your families for Thanksgiving, and hopefully the Cowboys will lose. Against the Raiders? I know. What is that about? Could the league have stroked them any more in the first year of their new stadium than by giving them the Raiders? On Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. That is insane. Yeah, the the Cowboys are thankful that they're getting the Raiders after uh, that debacle of a game against the Redskins. Oh, my. Anyway. So uh, anyway, hopefully the Orla- or, or the, hopefully the Raiders will throw a big stink bomb on Thursday and win that game. And um, yeah, so oh, wait, wait, wait! I'm getting a I'm getting a message in from Josh. What is it? It sounds like Hawaiian music. Is that Don Ho? <laughs> What is going right, seriously, on? Seriously, seriously, he just needs to go back to the Cialis music. Yeah, just and, uh, yeah, Josh, just go sit down and enjoy the Don Ho and the grass skirts, okay? And and, and the poi, yeah, and the koi. 
the koi. It's really good. Fry it up. All right, I think about wraps it up. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And remember this week, if you see a Cowboys fan, man, you got a joke. You can still joke. Golly, they're, they suck. The only team that sucks worse than them is the rest. Joke on. Joke on. Josh, Josh, I called it. <laughs> Dude, what do you think about the Cowboys? Dude, I think they did albatross around this. <laughs> <laughs>